0: Hi everybody. Welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Um, so today I want to talk about the, the mindset again. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, you know, when you're going through the toughest thing of your life, uh, like I am right now, losing, uh, losing my daughter a few days ago. And there are many different stages of grief, and we, we grieve at our own pace and so forth. And I'm trying to, you know, capture what I'm thinking at certain times so that uh, you, can, you can learn uh, through me as to how I'm dealing with, with grief, which is just another word for, for challenge. And... As heavy, hard as I have, I, I know how important it is for my daughter, for her to know that yes, we're, we're grieving, but she wanted us to live these amazing lives. And I think a, a part of uh, getting through challenge, like any successful journey in life, is about progress and it's about momentum. And so for, for me, uh, a, part of, a part of this was to know that for a couple of days, I just didn't want to talk to anyone. I just wanted to just completely shut myself away from everybody and just do things my way and just be with my daughter. And, uh, you know, also her, her mum to help support her as well. And like her, her mum and I are the only people that, that know what we've been gone through in supporting our daughter and all the different meetings that we've had to go to, etc., etc., um, so there's a you know, that connection there that we have. so uh, that's what I wanted to do. and then now over the last um, day or so we've been talking about what do the the next steps look like for uh, my daughter's um, uh, you know we're having her cremated and all that kind of stuff and and so each day is just making that that l- just edging that little bit forward and, and framing for my my eldest daughter well what does it look like in terms of um, her sister uh, being gone and how we now respect what it is that she wanted in terms of um, sending, her, sending her off, if you like. And, um, so she had some, some time yesterday to pick an urn for, uh, for her sister and pick some jewellery uh, that she would like to uh, remember her sister by. And... Uh, Obviously, that's not everyone's way of thinking uh, in terms of, you know, having people cremated and all that kind of stuff. But this was, uh, I think what's really important is that you respect the wishes of the person that you're caring for. And I think that's, they entrust you to do what it is that they want. And uh, that's what we're doing here in in this case. And so it didn't make massive steps forward yesterday. I mean, I, I started seeing clients again yesterday because I think that's, for me, it has absolutely nothing to do with the money or my business. It has everything to do with my headspace and getting back into a rhythm and distracting myself from everything that's going on. Um, because we know that time, that old saying, time heals all wounds, but it's like you've got to go through the time to get there. And there are some times where I think, man, it would be great to be just six months down the track so I can see what that feels like as opposed to the grief and the pain and everything that I'm going through uh, right now. Um, so uh, seeing the clients is just a way of helping me distract and also helping me get some things out of my head. And It's not like every session we're doing is I'm talking all about me. It's just like they're curious, they want to support me. I also have strong relationships with them and... Uh, you know, it's working working through that. So yesterday uh, was a full day, and it was really helpful. I'm about to see a client in four minutes. They're just I can see them waiting out the front on the security camera in their car. And uh, I'm going to go do a workout after this. It's not going to be a great, you know, world's best workout. But again, it's about me getting back into to a routine. Um, doing those things that really do support my health and a big part of health is mindset, mental health that mental toughness and it's not about uh, you know, not having a heart or anything like that because uh, every day uh, I, uh, I wake up and um, the first thing I do is reflect on the, the sadness and the tears come streaming and then there'll be things that happen through the day and, and a message from someone or somebody that's particularly impactful for me and you know, the tears come flooding. or am um, doing something with my daughter and, you know, the tears come flooding. It's just a, a normal part of the, the process. So but by, by the end of the day, I'm exhausted, like emotionally just uh, exhausted. But there are, are steps in, you know, there's only so much you can keep uh, private uh, because uh, my daughter touched the lives of so many. People do want to be able to, well, we need to let people know and then people need to be able to respond in their way. So um, I, I did a, a post yesterday and, you know, my inbox is being flooded. Um, you know, at the time of recording this, I think there's almost 600 comments on there and it's, uh, um, it's just a lot to be be taking in. And Then there are things that come up that you just don't expect and people, you know, say, say comments or things that you just think, wow, that's... Um, like they're loving and supportive, but they're just inconsistent with maybe some behaviours over time and you're you're like, wow, that's interesting. That wasn't our reality of the situation. And so it's bringing up another layer of things that I wasn't expecting. And I I think, man, what have I done here? Should I have just not said anything to anyone? And, uh, you know, we just... We just send off our daughter in a way that's, uh, yeah, that we wanted to. But uh, let me finish this in a moment my clients coming. I'll see you soon. Okay, I'm back and I'm in the, the mobile studio now uh, because I'm headed to uh, the gym. I'm going to uh, do a, a bit of a workout this morning uh, just to give a little bit back to myself. And yeah, so just before I was talking about the you know, whether I've done the right thing and, and the extra layer of of people coming out of the, the woodwork and, you know, making comments and, like, not necessarily bad comments, I'm not saying it like that, but uh, people people only ever see things from their own perspective and, um, you know, people don't handle... Well, we all handle grief differently and some people don't handle grief particularly well and others handle it very well and I think uh, my observations are through really difficult times you see a side of people that you wouldn't normally see and you're always going to have those people that well, I'll, I'll just say surprise you and some will surprise you in a way that's like oh wow I thought say you would have responded differently I thought you would have been there in a way that was really supportive for me and other people uh, would surprise you and say, "Wow, I, I didn't think that person would respond this way, to be so supportive and be so connecting, etc., etc." Um, it, it's really interesting. Uh, it's uh, a little bit like a a health transformation, and I've I notice with clients that they go on a a massive health transformation, and whether that just be internal or whether that be associated with some external oh, I've got clients that have lost um, you know 30, 40, 50, 70 90 plus kilos and the way that they look is fundamentally different and I remember reading this article many years ago probably over a decade ago uh, that was pu- it was published in the UK and a client brought it to my attention and it's, it's called something like this if you Uh, ever want to know who your true friends are, try and lose weight or lose weight, you know, something like that. In other words, go on a weight loss transformation, achieve it and see who your real friends are and what emerges from people as a result of you achieving a change. And you find out who your real friends are because unfortunately, as this sounds, most people do not want you to change. Most people want to be better than you. That's most people. And that's really, really sad. And it's taken me many years to only get that message through my own head and only associate with those people that I want to mix with. Only those people that are on the same growth trajectory, the same, maybe that's not the right word, it's the same energy. Match my energy, exceed my energy, uh, support, me support success and whether you are better or or worse than them it doesn't matter the fact is that we're pulling each other up or pushing each other up you know if if i'm better than someone else the right person will they'll raise their arms up to push me up a little bit higher or if they're higher than me then they reach down and they'll grab me to pull me up they're the people that i want to be with what you can find is that people that Uh, are not on that the ones that I've taken the time to remove from my life are those people that um, find ways to hold you back whether that be through their words whether that be through their lack of words um, whether it be through their actions or lack of actions and it's really interesting and when I talk to my clients about this and they say yeah it's like I've got these friends that are secretly sabotaging, either consciously or unconsciously, uh, their their health transformation. And They'll go out and I say, "Oh, come on, have some chips, or or do this, or you're too skinny, or you're too strict, or you you know you shouldn't be living like this, and that's too extreme, and and whatever, without uh, understanding at all what their process is. But the mindset of the friends can be well I don't want you to change because if you change you may become better than me and if you become better than me I don't know what that means for me and I don't think I can handle that so the easiest thing for me to do is for me not to have to do the work with you so I change with you it's me holding you back from changing so I feel better about myself and as stupid as all that sounds that's the reality for most people they just do not want you to change because of what it means for them. Nothing about, wow, that's amazing, well done, you're doing so brilliantly. Because people want to feel better than everybody else. And even in you know, the grief that, that I'm going through, people are like, I'm, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And there's an element of um, you know, authenticity and um, genuinity, is that the right word? Um, of genuineness in everybody there's also that element of well I'm sorry but gee I'm glad it's you and not me and that might sound harsh but that again it's just the reality of human nature so um, it, it's interesting the different the different levels of, of mourning and, and what that means for other people and how they respond and you know I've got a you know, dissect all all that, or well, actually, I don't need to dissect it at all. But it's just uh, taking it in and saying, okay, so what do I do with this? Do I do I acknowledge it? Do I ignore it? Um, you know, what is what is right for me? And uh, in many ways, they, you know, some things in the past that haven't been that nice, are, you know, coming back, and it's like, oh, gee, I I just wasn't expecting that. It's just. A phase of getting through the grief and getting to that next that next stage, that next level. There's no right or wrong. It's just what what is right for you, and it, and it really just makes me realise how hard I have worked uh, on myself and on my family, and the work that I did with my daughter to um, make us strong, resilient, and uh, and better people, and you know the mental toughness of that. When you you think back five, six, ten, ten years, and the, the journey that uh, that I've been on, that I've been on with my girls, and uh, you know what it, what it all looks like. It, it's really very interesting. So. Yeah, life is life is interesting, and it keeps throwing us challenges. And this is this is just one more. And and part of me coming to the the gym here today is is um, helping me continue to live a, a great life for me. And there are always going to be moments of. Of sadness. But one of the things that uh, I was I was doing today, I was out walking and I was recording my other Rob Evans 365 podcast. And I finished recording that and I then just spent the next oh, 15, 20 minutes. It was like I was recording a podcast, but I was just talking to my daughter. And I think, you know, this will continue to be an important part for me because knowing that she's here and and wanting to you know keep her informed as to to what's happening and having jokes with her and talking about what's going on, talking about the past and um of course not not knowing what it looks like on the other side and whether she can uh, can read my mind or see everything that's going on and um making sure that she knows that that we can move forward and be happy and uh, be at peace with the fact that she's at rest and not suffering, and and all of that. And we all grieve uh, differently. Like um, um, uh, like a, a networking colleague uh, reached out to me yesterday, and he's very, very kind-hearted, and he's uh, um, Indian and, and of Sikh faith, and he he runs a, a temple uh, locally, and he said, with your permission could I do a a prayer for Olivia, and I said, yeah, absolutely, that'd be lovely, and um, they did that yesterday, and he um, he sent me a video of it, it's all in um, Punjabi, uh, so I don't understand any of it, Um, I can hear her name mentioned a couple of times in, um, you know, what sounds like English that I can understand anyway, and uh, it goes for about 90 seconds, and it was just, like, really, really thoughtful. Uh, and kind hearted. So I, um, I thanked him uh, for that. And so we, you know, we, we celebrate in our own, own ways, the life of, of people. And, um, yeah, I, I want to keep having the conversations with her and knowing that, yeah, I'm, I'm sad, darling, but I, I also know that you are at peace and you wanted to be um, at a point somewhere in your life where you are no longer suffering from your illness and know that, uh, you know, I, I, even though I'm in pain, I know the pain will ease and I'm going to continue to make sure that I live the life that you were proud of for me and make sure that I keep doing better and, and keep doing more and more. And I think um, a part of that grieving process is, is finding the inspiration in those that have left to make sure that you live that, that better life and even though it's young that's tragic Um, that happens sometimes and accepting that and accepting her peace uh, is an important part because we do need to to find the way to move through the grief so that we can continue to live our wonderful life and yeah, that's the way that that I am managing it, either rightly or wrongly, but it it feels right to me. And there are are things coming up where people, like I, I said, are coming out of the woodwork, and you know I'm going to continue to navigate that today and the next the next few days, and and um, you know the continuation of people asking about uh, you know when's the funeral, you know this. XYZ want to come, and we, even though we haven't determined the finality of that, it will probably just be a very, very small uh, group of people that were very close to Olivia. Not like distant relatives and so forth that haven't had anything to do with Olivia, uh, but the people that live, loved, and um, you know wanted to be there, and it'll probably be very, very, very private and personal with only a few people. Um, There And and it won't be in the normal sort of time, timing where most funerals would happen, say, this week or early next week. And it may be in a month's time when we just have a remembrance for her. And today I've got to um, arrange all the the process for her cremation. And um, I think I might have said earlier uh, that uh, her sister yesterday picked a, a beautiful urn for her to to rest in and um, some jewellery for her mum, herself and and myself as well. I'm not into jewellery, but i found a nice little wristband where they put some of the ashes of her uh, in each and um, uh, she can always be with us. and, And I guess it's what you associate with that. And again, that might be weird for some people, but it's, I think, something really important for me to make sure that I am near her she's always with me as much as she will be with me in uh, you know my heart and mind and soul uh, like she'll physically be with me as well and um, I think that's an important part for me drawing on her strength and um, you know the inspiration because in things that I don't even know I'm going to do yet I know will come through the inspiration of how she's uh, affected my life and how she will continue to Because I'll, I will have a conversation with her every day um and that will be important for me and I know that she'll want to know what's what's happened whatever your beliefs are in in that space so yeah we keep we keep marching marching forward and making those little pieces of progress that we can each and every day no matter what the challenge is no matter what the grief and pain is finding a way to do that and some people may do it faster or slower than what I'm doing and that doesn't make it right or wrong it's just what's right for you and this is um, you know what's right right for me Um, having experienced it before making it up as I go along and making sure that I completely support my my eldest daughter um, through the process to help her navigate it Uh, as well so thank you for listening Um, thank you for all all the support that's coming from my goodness all over the globe I mean this podcast was six months ago when I checked it would be more countries now but at that point it was going to 62 countries Um, there are um, messages on my social media if you'd like to leave a message you can just go to my Rob Evans R O Double Evans um, Facebook page is probably the easiest way to to do that. And um, people always ask about you know what can you know what can I do etc for you. And in some ways, I feel like making a huge list and saying, well, you know, you could come and cut my grass for the next six weeks. I'd love to have these meals. Um, you can clean um, the house. You can you know do the the washing, the laundry, the ironing, all that kind of stuff. But... um I haven't done any of those things. I think, um, and I'm very grateful for uh, people have been sending flowers and and so forth, and um, in people asking, you know, what what could we do? Uh, live loved animals, and I think I might have mentioned this yesterday, but if if there is something that you would really want to do, my um, well, flowers only last uh, for so long, and they're beautiful. And thank you for those that have sent them. But I think if if you think about animals and um, live, loved everything in nature and, you know, the protection of animals. She didn't have one particular charity uh, that she liked, but she was just, you know, she wanted to, for instance, sponsor um, a koala. And uh, I would say find a charity to do with animals that, that supports them in a way that resonates with you and maybe make a donation uh, with her in mind if that's something you would like to do I think that would be that would be nice and she would love to know that she has inspired making a difference to make little animals and big animals um, safer and, and happier and look she was vegan as well so part of her reason for being vegan that was a multi-level but part of it was because she didn't want to hurt animals so maybe have a vegan or vegetarian inspired meal today or tomorrow um, in her memory I think she would appreciate that on that note my love to you all and thank you for all the love you're passing my way